thought you said this was supposed to be a fun fact. This is not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to where we were. Something more fun. They're collecting candy. They're doing great. They get to 499 pieces of candy. To give to another person creeping on kids. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Pointless Discourse with myself, Apocalypse, and DP. Hello. <laughs> Did you know that the creative team of the show went on a Gravity Falls road trip? I was uh, going to jokingly say, what show? But you fill in the blank. <laughs> oh, yeah. It did. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, yeah, the creative team during season one Oh, between season one and two, took a road trip to Oregon and checked out the tourist uh, attractions, uh, such as Myst- as Mystery Trees and Confusion Hill. The trip inspired them to make uh, wait, the team. Uh, wow, words. The trip inspired the team to make uh, inside the Mystery Shack similar to some of the things they have seen. I have no clue what these things are. I'm gonna Google them. The tangents start early this episode. Yeah. Um. Well, this is weird because it's like I, I Googled... Oh, no, it didn't even take me to... Or- oh, maybe I got to type in Oregon. Oh, there it is. Um, that one, Yeah, they're like big, tall trees. That one has a wood squirrel on it. Uh, they look like they're like carved trees that are just really tall in a long forest, maybe? I don't know. Hmm. And Confusion Hill. This better be confusing. Otherwise, I want my money back. Hmm. I am also annoyed that uh, apparently all of them uh, take me to California every time I look it up. <laughs> okay, yeah, this just keeps taking the stuff in California. So I could see why it's confusing if they thought they were in Oregon and they're actually in California. You know California's getting, like, hammered with snow? This year's been very weird for weather entirely. Yeah, it's like, it's north... North California, which is more nature-esque. Yeah, but I know there's just been a lot of, like, storms mm. going through. Like, my, my one coworker is in the Midwest, I think. I think Midwest is the appropriate region to say. But he mm-hmm. got, uh, like, an ice storm where he said his trees were just covered in a layer of ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Hop, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So... We do have uh, Christmas in July and all that stuff, but if you could do um, a Halloween in the summer, uh, what what would you want to have happen in it? Like, for example, like uh, which is a pretty important part of this one. The jack-o'-lanterns are all watermelons. Like, would you come up with water-themed, water-themed, summer-themed versions of Halloween stuff? Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything they didn't already cover well in this episode. Because I personally uh, would not have th- thought to do um, jack-o'-melons. I was going to say water-lanterns, mm-hmm. but that doesn't roll off the tongue so Wa- well. Water-lanterns sound like a Final Fantasy item. <laughs> <laughs> um... Because, like, 
really thinking about it there's not a lot of other quintessential summer stuff the only other things i think of when it comes to summer are like grilling but mm-hmm. i feel like costumes and hot fire sh- do not mix very well uh it depends like that was one of the things i was thinking of when i was watching this episode was just like man it it's the middle of summer like i i i do understand that where this takes place it is uh, I don't know. I think Oregon is... I can't remember if Oregon's north of us or not. But I, I think we're uh, pretty even on the on the map, if you can trust that. Depending <laughs> but, uh, where it's supposed to be. I know Oregon can generally be pretty... Um, what's the word? Temperate. Like, mm. it's not uh, always, like, extreme in the weather. Depending where in Oregon it is. Yeah. So, it was... But yeah, pretty much I'm like, I'm thinking of excuse me, this area and like it gets hot like in April <laughs> sometimes. And then in July it's pretty much like you don't want to be outside. Yeah. Well, that and, well, like at night it gets a little bit cooler but it was just like... But then you get the when, bugs. Yeah. Um, but like the one thing that was really sticking out to me was a lot of these costumes are heavier. Like, because it's for the cold and it's just... How much, uh... Oh, don't worry. There are plenty of people that, uh, who use Halloween as an excuse to party. I'm sure they would enjoy a summer version so they could wear their, um, costumes and not be cold. Well, that would ruin the one line of, uh, Mean Girls. Because then it would be two <laughs> times a year they can... Oh, I forgot. It's... Uh, wear lingerie. <laughs> yeah. And... I was like, I'm like... I know the basics. I know what the meaning of the line was. I forget what the line is, though. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't think of my own answer. But do you have, like... you? We've done a few streams where you have dressed up for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But uh, is there, like, a costume that really sticks out for Halloween? By the way, everybody, if this is your first time listening to our show... Um, welcome, but also we are big Halloween fans, and yeah, we might have done multiple long-running uh, series on horror and Halloween movies. We have a special so. feature after this is wrapped up. Yeah, that's been planned since last year. <laughs> yes, we just need to refine the list a bit. Yeah, um, but as far that's, as that's when we get into season two of this, when we actually have to like think of what we're doing next. <laughs> I feel like I haven't done any big costumes in a long time <clears throat> over Halloween. I mean, like I ha- I did used to do the monster prom cosplays when I mm-hmm. would do the month of monster prom, and I would be the different characters because that was my first foray into using like uh, cosplay like status makeup. And I don't really wear makeup on a daily basis. So me having to like figure all that out and have it actually cover skin, I was just like, this is more than I expected. I still have never figured out how to comfortably wear colored contacts because I ordered colored contacts for um, not last year, the year before. And mm-hmm. I opened the box, and then I double-checked, like, some reviews for the brand and stuff, and everyone's like, don't use that brand. It'll, like, get stuck in your eyes. And I was like, it's fine. Not today. Because, like, I saw some people as influencers saying, like, I use this brand. And then reviews going, like, I burned my eyes. I was like, well, if there's not a 
universal experience of it being just generally uncomfortable and instead harming people, yeah, that can just get put in the closet and never brought <laughs> out again. Yeah. Well, if you're not going to use it, and if you still have it, you might want to check. Those that do have expiration dates. I no. I mean, I'm just never going to use them. Yeah. Well, if if they you know, if there's a yeah. chance that it could burn my eyes, even if it's not that particular style, if there's mm -hmm. even the one percent chance that someone said their eyes right. have been burned, they can expire and dry up in the back of the closet for me to forget about. Yeah. Uh, I I don't trust contacts anymore. I used to wear contacts. Um all the time and then when you get six eye infections in a row from them you kind of just decide it's easier to wear glasses yeah that makes mm -hmm. sense it's my own horror story um well i just realized i'm like bouncing my my foot and then i looked over and see it looks like i'm in an earthquake <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think though if i had ever had to dress up for halloween uh or like wanted to what would i want to dress up as and the only thing that's coming to my mind is like godzilla <laughs> that'd be fun so the inflatable type of outfit like how they have the inflatable t-rex or would you want to be uh, in a giant mechanical godzilla replica and just be in the center controlling him I, I okay well if it is a giant version <laughs> that that would be awesome to scale yeah so yeah. you can destroy cities for fun mm -hmm. happy like... halloween <laughs> like am i godzilla or the u.s government what <laughs> <laughs> um nah it's i don't know in my head when i think of a giant mechanical robot i'm just like i was like first i'm like that'd be really cool and second i was like does it have air conditioning <laughs> so um but yeah nah but i think it'd be fun to be that uh I don't know. It's like uh, one of the themes in this is like, oh, is it too old to go trick or treating? And like, for me, yes, <laughs> it is. I am way too old to go trick or treating. But it's just like, hmm. I do see like a lot of pa like a lot of people who are parents that they're like, I get to relive my trick or treating dreams again with my little nightmare of a child. Oh, no. Yeah, I I didn't scare anybody last year because I didn't put on a costume or anything. Mm -hmm. I just put on a Halloween-themed, like, sweatshirt. Because um, uh, for anyone that did not know, when D-Pain... I think it was one of the first times you invited me to co-stream, right? When, when you did the board game? Yes, yes. On Halloween, I had, like, done just, like, face skeleton makeup. And then I had um, just a long sleeve that was, like, a skeleton shirt. And then I mm -hmm. went out to give out candy that day, and several kids were like, I don't want to go there. She's scary. And I was like, happy Halloween. <laughs> 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 two kids. Two kids cried today. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun thing, except, uh, like, most times when I play that game, uh, I forget the rules. <laughs> but fortunately, we had every, like, everybody, like, everybody else there. played. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I never got to be the traitor in that game. And so, at least naturally. The only other time I played was like with people who didn't know what they were doing. Mm -hmm. uh, for people who don't know the game, uh, The Betrayal on House on the Hill. Uh, third edition has a lot of neat stuff, which is the only edition if you're buying now will be out, maybe. But anyway, um, we're here to talk about two things that aren't happening, Summer and Halloween, combined into an episode called Summerween. And... Uh, 
<laughs> and I said ween, and the first thing popped in my head is, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we roll some dice and find out who's going when? Yeah, I pre-rolled. I will be surprised oh. if I talk about this episode. Well, I'm going to roll this 1d4 I have right here. Um, Cheating. Yes. Um, now, I'm going to roll this die. Uh, I call it the galaxy die, but it looks like it has uh, Halloween colors. What is that? Okay. What did you roll? This many. Oh, I boy. Rolled, I rolled a four. I rolled a five. <laughs> yeah. It is me today. I, I realized mine is not as honorable, especially since it's like I asked first. But no, I rolled a four. Um, I don't know. I, I do not like telling lies about the dice. The dice tic- dictate everything. Even when you're sick and have no voice, you let the mm-hmm. dice decide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. It me- was... I told somebody recently, while you're pulling stuff up, I told somebody recently as we were getting ready to record an episode and stuff, and they're like, guys, you can't do this, like, my, I've been having a cough, and it's just, it's, it's really bad, and I'm like, dude, your health is more important than forcing an episode, you can, it's okay to take a day off, the only timeline is this arbitrary one I set in my head, and I sat there and read that, and was like, now if only I believe that for myself. For yourself, yeah, I even <laughs> offered, I was like. You sure? And you're like, we're gonna do this. I we're like, gonna okay. do it. We were, we are still ahead on episodes. Yeah, I don't know. It's like in my head, like with that, with that show, nothing's been released yet. So it's just like, yeah, when it comes out, it comes out. But then, like with this, it's just like, no, we didn't record, and then brain goes into overdrive of like it needs this and this, and it's just like, even though it's like it's not that big of a deal, no, it is. <laughs> My my rabbit is staring at me right now. Sir, I have a podcast to start recording. Hey, don't get angry at that rabbit. I fed him before I sat down, so you, he'll be fine. Mm, it th- sounds like there's a fight about to happen. <laughs> uh, time he, to... He'd win. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who hasn't seen him before, he's, uh, give or take, we estimate 12 to 13 years old, and he's barely two pounds. <laughs> yeah, he's a champion among bunnies. <laughs> Okay, so, yes, so the Summerween episode. So we open with uh, the family, as in the family, I, Grunkle Stan, Seuss, Dipper, and Mabel heading into the Summerween Superstore um, to prepare for the holiday, to which um, they get, con- or Dipper and Mabel are like, this is a little weird. And I think what Sue shouts like, but you get candy. And they're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. we're in. <laughs> Yeah, like, Stan, like, gives the old man explanation of, like, yeah, it's awesome. And it's, like, like, this, what Stan says, I have it right here. He's, like, he pulls out a calendar. People love Halloween so much that they celebrate it twice a year. And when Um. you know it, it's today. And I'm, like, you know what? I know that Gravity Falls is a fictional town. But I I could put up with all the strange, like, elder creature horrors to be, (laughs) uh, to have a little bit extra Halloween. Yeah, and then I think Dipper makes the comment. He's like, do you always carry that calendar around with you? And Grunkle Stan's like, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, there's a lot of good one-liners in this one. Yeah. We already said one of them. I, I think that was before we... Yeah, we said, we said them when we were on started recording. Also, one thing we always forget to, sh- to say, if you guys haven't watched this, prepare spoilers. You guys had enough time now to watch 
most three fourths of the yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, apologize for yawning. We're recording in the evening because, well, I said my weekend was going to be packed, and it ended up being less packed. And then I think my coming weekend is going to be packed. Anyway, you lied to me. I can't help when people cancel when I've already discussed with you plans. Anyway, so we'll figure well, that out. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a yes to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so then while they're in the store, they're looking through, it's like pretty much a normal Halloween store and you find the big thing that keeps happening that recurs later in the episode is Seuss is obsessed with those like animated bowls that you can get for Halloween candy and he mm-hmm. presses on the skull and it tells puns and the shop worker is just like, please, can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for that worker, mm-hmm. but at the same time, no, I feel bad for her, like, cause uh, I'm the opposite. Like, if I press, I think uh, I saw like a TikTok that pretty much uh, sums this all up. It was just like, I pressed one of those toys in the toy aisle that is like three thousand decibels loud, and now I'm running out of fear because I didn't want anyone to know I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, um, Mabel and Dipper are like destroying the store, looking through costumes and uh, riding around in a wheelbarrow while Grunkle Stan is like um, getting like the cheapest stuff that he can find because you know it's Grunkle Stan. And mm-hmm. then also he has his own plans for the evening that aren't the usual plans. And it gets to the point where they're so destructive that the cashier is like, Can I get the police here to pick up the Pines family? <laughs> And Grunkle stands like, oh, time to go. And he throws the smoke bomb that he's used in previous episodes to, like, divert her. And they all run out with um, their barrels of stuff. And as they're uh, driving away, um, they back up into a telephone pole (laughs) and, like, knock it over Mm -hmm. and destroy the inflatable. And Mabel's like, did we at least pay before leaving? And Grunkle stands like, yeah, totally. And when the smoke clears, the cashier looks down and it's a piece of paper that says, like, stand money. <laughs> She's like, I hate <laughs> summer uh, ween. Summer ween. Yeah. I, stand I, bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I do like how, um, oh, what was it? How <laughs> she has the Pines family, like, name memory. It's not like we're having a disturbance. It's like the Pine family is back. Yeah. Please, <laughs> like, please. Which it means seuss and um stan have to be doing something or mabel and dipper are that much of a terror within the town where they everyone's getting, like yeah they are getting pretty notorious at this point yeah it's their their heat heat levels are rising <laughs> so yeah so then uh you have dipper and mabel uh sharing with seuss all their previous halloween costumes they've done together as twins and that they explain to him, like, oh, yeah, people eat it up when you're twins. And they have a memories book of them and their different matching costumes throughout the years. And Seuss is sitting there dressed as a uh, luchador. And he's, like, picking at this bowl of candy to which Dipper starts to pick at it. Dipper starts to point out that it's, like, really cheap candy and is like, oh, this stuff's gross. It's, like, weird brands I've never heard of. It's, like, what, Sand Pop, Mr. Adequate Bar gummy chairs and then they zoom in on the candy and there's um oh a chocolate discount or something like that (laughs) like very silly stuff (laughs) and during this seuss was explaining what the uh the summerween trickster is that uh eats kids alive that don't show the summerween spirit and dipper uh is like oh whatever and uh 
when he goes to take the bowl to start throwing out what he calls the loser candy, Sue stands up and is trying to, like, explain how serious the trickster is. And Dipper is like, your cape is stuck in your uh, underpants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just walks out. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, not touche. Yeah, touche. <laughs> As he eats more of the candy. Oh, wait. I have the... It says here uh, the names of the things that... Sorry. I, I was trying to find something. on the. So, I'm sorry if I... Go ahead. I, I repeat any. So there's the sand pop, the gummy chairs, and Mr. Adequate Bar. And mm-hmm. then and that's where it all cuts off because that's what he says. Let's see. I'll bring up the episode again and see if I see anything else. Yeah, I think two or three other things are labeled when they zoom in on the bowl. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you know if I again. find anything. <laughs> yeah. Um... So yes, yeah, so Dipper is throwing all of this candy out and you see it uh, fall into the trash can. You get it from a point of view that you have a feeling that somebody's watching. And then um, Dipper and Mabel are agreeing to their plans when... Or no, I think right after he starts throwing out the candy, the doorbell first rings. And then he answers the door, unsure of who it's going to be, and finds that it's Wendy and Robbie uh, together, to which Dipper gets all grumbly and then tries to hide his um, his memories book with Mabel. Mm-hmm. And when they, uh, Robbie's like, what are you doing? Are you going to go trick-or-treating? And before Dipper can proudly say yes, Wendy goes, no, he's too old for that now. You should totally come to Tambury's party and uh invites him and the reason that they're there is because wendy forgot her jacket again because she always forgets her jacket (laughs) Hmm. sounds like suspicious (laughs) yeah uh but yeah i did find the candies though okay go ahead it is uh count discount which is like a little vampire on a box homework the candy Mm, mm -hmm. and then just a big pink box that says gelatin product tasty my yeah, favorite there's, yeah there's also candy corn and circus peanuts in there as well with this yeah, little classic as well as uh spider rings mm, i do remember getting a lot of those as a kid mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so dipper explains he doesn't do that because he's not a kid anymore and he's like a cool teenager so he finds out that the party is at 9 p.m <laughs> my <and> cool get... <laughs> dad <laughs> and then gets the flyer for it to which um what is it Oh, yeah, then Mabel invited over Grenda and Candy to go trick-or-treating, and they show up in their outfits. And uh, Mabel is excitedly explaining, like, oh, if you like my costume, just wait till you see Dippers. Uh, Grenda is a witch. Candy is a piece of candy. Uh, Mabel is a big jelly jar. And then Dipper shows up, and he's like, I'm sick. (laughs) Since you brought up Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then says he has a cough and he doesn't think that he can be able to go out trick-or-treating. And then while they start to kind of argue where Mabel's like, no, we have to do this. We have matching costumes. We like Halloween. This is what we do every year. Uh, The doorbell keeps ringing. And every time Dipper opens it, he sees uh, what we come to know later as the trickster. And he comes up and he goes, can I? And then Dipper shuts the door because he's like, you're too old for this, man. (laughs) Shuts the door on him. And continues to argue with Mabel, and he rings the doorbell again. And then Dipper's mean to him. At this point, Dipper, uh, Mabel's like, who's at the door? Like, who are you being mean to? So Mabel uh, opens the door and goes, oh, you have a funny little mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and then I think it's a. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. So then he walks in and he starts to threaten them, saying like, "What is it? Uh, If they don't, if they don't get him, if they don't gather and bring him five hundred pieces of candy to him by the time the last of the Jacko melons has been put out, then he'll eat them alive." And then poor old Gorney just shows up and he's like, tweet, tweet. <laughs> yeah, and this ha- that happens right before he tells him because they don't take okay. him seriously because he's like, silence, you've insulted me, you must pay with your lives. And that's when Mabel's like, what a cute little mask. And mm-hmm. then he, he, I'm funny, am I? And then Gorney, tweet, tweet, my name's Gorney. And then boom, dead. <laughs> yeah, he just eats them whole and Grenda's like, no, Gorney. <laughs> he's like freaking out. Is this like the first time he's in there? Like, I don't remember him in any other episode. Apparently he's in season two. Uh, but he's like in the background. Uh, he's in a, a couple episodes of, of season two. Okay, so this is his first this time is, in the this show. Is like, but this is like the only time he, I think, it looks like he speaks. Okay. So yeah, so... Oh, well I found the name of the title uh, for the episode. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so Mabel... Uh, gets excited and she's like oh this means that (laughs) uh mabel's like oh this means dipper has to go trick-or-treating with us and dipper is like grumbly the whole time and still pretending to cough and they try to go to lazy susan's house first oh and they bring seuss along and they get a wheelbarrow to be able to hold all this candy Mm -hmm. and lazy susan before they get to this group she's excited like is everybody in costume and is like looking at everyone's costumes and then the group shows up and she's like, okay, is everyone in costume? Do you have the dialogue for what she says? I'm, she, I'm bringing it up right She has now. not a single correct answer for anybody's costumes. Yeah, it is. You know, I, there it is. Oh, everyone in costume? Chimney sweep? It uh, uh, looks like Grenda. Chimney sweep? sweep? Seuss? Elephant man? Candy squeegee? Mabel? <laughs> Ant farm? And looks at Dipper. Oh, and... What are you supposed to be? And he's like, I'm not actually just like anything. We're kind of, and then he's all snippy. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and gives them each one piece of candy. And they all uh, check their candy and get loser candy. Apparently everyone but Dipper. Oh, I missed that part. Me too, until I read it in the transcript. <laughs> yeah, that's, fun. that's a fun fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. so mabel essentially has to encourage dipper to be like look if we're gonna do this for real you have to put on the costume and like enjoy it and like ham it up and do like the twin thing and eventually Mm -hmm. dipper uh agrees to it and dipper at one point is like are you sure this is gonna work she's like yeah trust me so they do a little twin dance in front of a guy's house and then they go (laughs) twins at the end and this guy who looks like a biker dude uh gets super happy and like dumps all his candy into their bags <laughs> it's very much it reminds me of like the grinch as he's just standing there and then it's like what we don't see is this heart growing three sizes bigger mm-hmm. uh but in a medically okay way uh and <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like oh here you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then they proceed i, to- I do have to ask real quick because like they're saying like all the bad candy it's like grenda gets the black licorice and candy gets circus peanuts one circus peanut one circus peanut. that's right um and then four pieces of candy i'm just so i have like a very clear memory of circus peanuts and i'm like i haven't had them since which is probably why i'm like the circus peanuts are like a fond memory in my head <laughs> like 
I don't know. I think it was like a texture thing. I really liked just like how they were like kind of chewy and all that and like compressed. But mm. I, whenever I think of circus peanuts, I always remember being down at Ocean City, New Jersey, right after the beach, like coming back from the boardwalk or whatever, uh, having circus peanuts, watching Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> so it's all like a generally just good vibe. Yeah. Because Yu Yu Hakusho is great. Uh, a side note, I'm actually working my way through Hunter Hunter, and I, I do found, love that show. I and like I I love the comic or the manga, and I was like, why is this so like why do I enjoy this so much? And then I realized the creator of Hunter Hunter is the creator of Yu Hakusho, mm. and uh, I was like, oh my goodness, it makes sense. Another side note, because uh, Hisoka's uh, a little weirdo in the comic, but. Uh, yeah, it's a whole lot worse when he's animated. Because <laughs> he's moving. And he's he's giving him the eyes. And But then there's noises. <laughs> there's a lot of noises. There's a lot of noises, and it's just like... And then there's some focus shots, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't like his point of view. Can you stop looking at this it, boy yeah, as a it's, child? <laughs> yeah, it's like, because in part of my mind, this is such a tangent. I'm like, I know, like... I, I shouldn't say I know, but it's just, like, I have a feeling the guy, like, when you're creating Hisoka isn't, like, how we're looking at it, where he's, like, I want, like, the most amazing fight, because this is what really gets me going. It's not that he looks at Gon, or... There's, a, there's one scene There where... is, yeah, there no, is, I'm, like... There's one point of view shot, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've watched the show, but I remember mm-hmm. one shot that really threw me off is at one point, Hisoka looks at Gon's butt. I might not have gotten, like, I've read it, everything, up to... Yeah, yeah, but it's just, like, like, the the way that the camera is cropped, it's, like, Hisoka looks down, and it's literally Gon's butt, and I was just like, ugh, ugh, there's no confusing it anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I might be getting there, or I just... Glance past it. Yeah. You you want a really fun fact, speaking of this tangent? Sure, go ahead. Do you know what happened to the voice, the Japanese voice actor for Hisoka? He didn't go too deep, did he? He really got into character. Oh, no. There's a line I want to say from Tropic Thunder, but it's not socially okay to say it. (laughs) You don't go full. Yeah, you don't go full. I think, I forget exactly what he was arrested for, but I think he was prowling playgrounds or something along those lines. I thought you said this was supposed to be a fun fact. This is not very fun. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to where we were. Something more fun. They're collecting candy. They're doing great. They get to 499 pieces of candy. To give to another person creeping on kids. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they all separate to go, let's go find that last piece of candy. We have plenty of time. And Dipper's like, perfect. It's 830. I have plenty of time for my own activities. To which he sees a van pull up, which is noticeably Robbie and Wendy pulling up. So he tries (coughs) to hide everything that visibly looks like he could have been trick-or-treating. Doesn't double-check what's going on, just in a hurry. And he kind of just, like, awkwardly laughs and is like, No, I'm, like, just hanging out. I'll see you guys at the party. And tries to shoo them away. And when they get back, um, Mabel overheard the conversation and is like, Oh, you didn't do this for us. You don't care about Summerween. And is very hurt by it. He's like, and where's the candy anyway? He's like, don't worry, it's in this bush. And they look the, into the bush, and there's a canyon into a river, and all the candy is spilled into the river. Mm-hmm. So um, they look around, and they just see, like, the... 
I keep trying to say like Water Road Lantern. The <laughs> the, the Jack o' Melon. The Jack o' Melons are slowly getting put out one by one mm-hmm. until there's only uh, one left, and the last one left is Old McGucket. So they start screaming no, and Old McGucket's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm old man McGucket. They're like, don't blow it out. Don't blow it out. And he just keeps um, moving in animalistic ways, which is very entertaining. He's like looking mm-hmm. up at the sky, listening to them. So they take the um, Jack O'Melon from him and he crawls away back into his <laughs> uh, trash heap. And um, Grenda's holding it and they all sigh with relief. And when they sigh with relief, the final <laughs> melon mm-hmm. has been put out and the trickster shows up. I will say there is one storyline that we're skipping over and that is uh, Uncle Stan's. Yes, Grunkle Stan has been or progressively Stan, trying yeah. to scare people uh, so that they don't take any of his candy so he can just hoard his candy. And it's also like a game for him to see how well he can scare people. Dude, and that first scare that he does, if I saw that in real life now, I I poop myself. <laughs> yeah, the first one is his face melting off his skull, right? Yeah, his face melts off and then the second one, like he pulls like sausages out of his gut. <laughs> I want to know how there's like some parts in this of this episode. I'm like literally wondering how like what was in this episode that this stuff got approved. <laughs> I know compared what? to like his other editing notes where they're like, yeah. you implied that two women are dating X. <laughs> well, like, there was one show. I can't remember what show it was, but they they knew things wanted to were going to get marked out by the TV stuff. So they would purposely put in jokes that they knew would get marked so they could get their real jokes in. Mm. Unlike the second round of editing, they'd be like, okay, we already did the first pass through. Yeah. We're not going to look at these as closely. I don't, I don't think it's South Park because they're just like... They get to can, do whatever they want. Yeah, they can do whatever we want. But I think it's something on Comedy Central. I I can't... I remember hearing about it and I don't feel like doing the research because yeah, it's we're... Fine. Hey, if you know what show he's talking about, let us know in the comments or in a yeah. review or you s- DM you us slackers. on Twitter. What, you think this is just a one-way street? Well, yes, it's been that Mostly. way for a while. <laughs> um, it's a one-way street filled by two people. Yeah, uh, I'll just go over the Grunkle Stan plot line really quick because it's yeah. kind of just an offshoot. So yeah, so at first he melts his uh, skin off his face, uh, the skin of his face, so it looks like he just has a skull behind. Every kid runs away except for He has for a skull two. behind? Don't tell Hosoka. <laughs> so the two uh kids are still like give us our candy so he keeps uh his next step is he says it's my real intestines are coming out and he has like sausage links and ketchup spurting out and they're like no give us our candy and then he comes back out with just like his um tank top because i don't like the name the other name of that shirt yeah style. i never um, i never knew how that caught never knew why that one caught on but yeah so he has like uh an undershirt on and he goes oh god i don't feel so good and then waddles comes out and they're <laughs> screaming they're like oh my god how are, is there a pig coming out of my chest <laughs> and the kids are like candy give us the candy so grunkle stands like what scares you kids why are you so desensitized they're like we started watching horror movies when we were like six and he's like, what scares you? So the kid pulls up um, a video that starts with watch closely. And I immediately thought of the car commercial. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, you know the first time I watched that that commercial? Hmm. It was when I was in college. And uh, the person put it on uh, in like his, uh, where, where I first went to college. It was like the whole like everybody in the school like they were either in one of two classes it was a real small school Mm -hmm. but uh the 
uh, dean of the whole thing, he like put that on, and it's like I think it did freak some people out <laughs> really badly, <laughs> which was like good. Now stop sleeping in my class. <laughs> <laughs> Fun, but yeah. So uh, in this iteration on Gravity Falls, it shows a kitten, and Gorgle stands like, "What? What's up with the cat?" And then it jumps out, and it's like a scary face. And Stan freaks out and goes, "Fine, you kids win." And uh, but he still doesn't give him candy. And then it fast forwards a bit where the kids try to sneak into the house going, he can't scare us. What is he going to try and do this time? And Stan at this point, he was like, I'm going to wash off the shame and uh, starts to get ready to draw a bath for himself. And he drops his robe as soon as the kids walk in and the kids immediately leave. They start screaming and running Mm -hmm. and Stan's like, still got it as he's in his boxers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's... (laughs) Like, man, it's a real bummer that we made the Hunter Hunter <laughs> crossover with that. With the potential, <laughs> potential. Uh, flashing. Yeah, it's like... Illegal exposure to minors. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to go down this path, but part of me, like, there's a part of me that wonders, like, he wasn't intentionally new to that, and technically they broke into his house. So yeah. it's like, would he really be... <laughs> it's like... I don't think he can just, be charged with that because it's like the just people. Just depends how the lawyers would spin it, and we know Stan would be too cheap for lawyers. Yeah, well, he he leave. Well, I don't know. He couldn't leave the country because of certain things happening. But anyway, <laughs> as we said, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this subject. On this subject. Let's, so yes, back. Let's to... go back to the. Let's go back to the dumpster heap or whatever it was with our other person chasing down kids. Yes, so we have our trickster who uh, shows up immediately after the last Jago Melon uh, is blown out. And he's standing in the street, to which Zeus said he was going to come back with his truck to deliver the candy for everybody. And ends up smashing into the creature and he falls apart into a bunch of small pieces. And everyone's like, oh, thank you, Zeus. He's like, that wasn't a normal pedestrian, was (laughs) it? It's such a good line. He's just, wait, how many things did you hit, Zeus? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like... All right, everyone, make got your seatbelts on, <laughs> and they uh, start driving away. To which um, they were attacked by the trickster, and Mabel does come out with a bruised elbow, and Dipper is trying to be nice and is like, "I'm sure there's bandages back at the shack." And Mabel's ignoring Dipper because her feelings have been hurt. And Mabel's looking out the window instead of talking with everybody, and she notices that all the pieces are forming back together, and it's like, "Guys!" And uh, the creature is back and is chasing them. To which it throws Zeus off and he ends up crashing into the summer ween supply store. And then they have hijinks start to ensue. They're all hiding as it's like stalking around. Um, Oh, also there's a point where Dipper throws a piece of candy at it and it absorbs the candy and like starts to morph into more arms and things like that. So they're hiding from it as it's like stalking around the store. And Zeus at one point is like... If only there was a way to disguise us and completely hide our faces and make us unrecognizable standing in a pile of costumes. <laughs> so then they proceed to like outfit themselves and like do sneak checks and like sneak past him as he's like wandering down hallways and looking for everybody. Mm-hmm. And right before they can make it out, they're like, "Where's Zeus?" And they turn around and Zeus is hovering his hand above the bowl with the <laughs> skeleton, and they're like, "Don't do it, Zeus! Zeus, not now!" And Zeus is like. It's been a stressful day. I need some levity. (laughs) (laughs) And goes to hit it. And they're like, oh, thank God, it's out of batteries. And then 
in my mind, when I first watched this, I thought Seuss was going to try a different bowl. Instead, they flash back to Seuss, who's, like, ripping open a battery. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... And it's, like, the noisiest plastic <laughs> ever. And they're like, Seuss, stop it. And he puts the batteries in and he hits it. What's the joke that it says? Do you remember? Uh, I have it up here. It's like, no matter the score, I'm always ahead. <laughs> and Seuss is like, oh, great. And everyone's like, oh, God, Seuss. And the creature shows up. Yeah. Crackling heads, the voice of a generation. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me double check to make sure I didn't miss. No, you're you're good. I'm just skipping ahead so that I don't. Yeah, miss. I'm I'm like scanning through the the transcript and yeah. Yeah, he has this. The now skull. is when we get the background. Yeah. So, uh, it starts attacking them, and, um, or no, it, it, it ate Zeus, right? Is that what happens first? It eats Zeus, it yeah. It eats Zeus, and then they all start to run at it to save Zeus and start, like, swinging at it, and as they swing at it, their mouths are, like, slightly ajar. They're like, are you saltwater taffy? And then the creature's like, have you not figured it out yet? And picks up Dipper, and Dipper gets a close-up on it, and he takes off his silly little mask. And his face is a face made out of all the quote-unquote loser candies. So he has, like, peppermint eyes, candy corn teeth, various lollipops. His eyebrows are, if I had to take a guess, flavored Tootsie Rolls. Because those are gross. <laughs> Which um, one? So, oh, his eyebrows? Yeah. Uh, like, it's a cylindrical, like, it, wrapped candy. Yeah. I They remind me of saltwater taffies. Oh, that's probably it, because they bring that up. Um, his face looks like chewed gum. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and he says he's made of the amalgamation of pieces of loser candy, and he has a flashback that has the teens from the uh, <laughs> um, convenience store episode mm -hmm. uh, dumping all the candy in the trash and him kind of forming himself to be able to get revenge on anyone that just, like, throws away the candy. And then it flashes back to Dipper throwing the candy out of the window of why he first targeted the group. Um, so then... He goes to try and eat, you know, the rest of the group, but then he starts to kind of, like, groan as if he's in pain, and then Seuss pops out and makes this, like, weird hamster noise, like, <laughs> and, like, screeches on its way out, and he's like, mm, you guys want some? And he's like, then the creature starts, like, barfing jelly beans and, like, freaking out and, like, falls over, and, um, Seuss is like, mm, you taste great, and he's like, you think I taste good? That's all I've ever wanted. And Seuss is like, I mean, yeah, I'm eating you, so yeah, you're good, I guess. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, he starts crying like candy corn out of his eyes. He's like, oh, that's making it a little weird. And yeah, trying to see if I can find. And he's like, you think it tastes good? Yeah, sure, you know. <laughs> and then it's all I ever wanted to hear. He's like, crying's making it a little bit weird, but I guess I'm still eating. <laughs> and that's when Gorney breaks out. <laughs> and he's like, what's like, up, Gorney? I've been traumatized. <laughs> Yes, so then they end up um, back at the mystery shack, and uh, Wendy's already back from the party early, and she says that she's back because it was kind of lame, and that Robbie had eaten a lollipop stick first and had to go to the hospital. How do you do that? <laughs> Why do you do that? Oh, um, like, I, I interpreted that it was an accident, but... <laughs> he could have thought he was being cool. He's like, watch me do this. You, yeah. Remember the group? They all do the, like... They bully, uh, what's his name? The guy that drives them around everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. Thompson. And you always yeah. punch in the roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but Dipper confidently says he went trick or treating with Mabel, and Mabel also explained that she was upset. I think I missed that part earlier, where Mabel uh, said that yeah. because they're getting. Uh, yeah, this was during before they encountered the monster. The, this is when they were in in uh, the trick the summer summer ween store. Yeah, because wow. Mabel admits that um, Dipper was like, I thought we were too old, and she's like, No, but that's why we need to like keep hanging on to the holiday because we're getting older. And her really strong one liner was like, I knew we were gonna stop having this. I just didn't know this was the last one. So she wasn't mentally prepared for growing up yet, and Dipper feels guilty. Um, Let's see what else. And oh yeah, in the end, um, <laughs> yes, I do love that bit. But um, towards the end of the episode, Dipper and Mabel are like, "Man, we went to all of these houses and collected all this candy. Now we don't have mm. any." And Stan's like, "I have candy because <laughs> he took <laughs> it from the kids that uh ran from the house." Mm-hmm. And then yeah. go and start watching the movie marathon, which is just black and white screaming lady and little <laughs> alien puppet. <Yeah. laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then I have Stan's last line that he says here, which it's like it's one of those lines. Where I'm like, I really wonder what they put in here so that way they can <laughs> stand to through. say this. Yeah, he's like, you know, because I've been thinking at the end of the day, Summerween isn't about the candy or the costumes or even scaring people. Uh, it's a day where the whole family can get together at one place and celebrate what really matters. Pure evil. And then everyone just stares at the camera, just laughing maniacally. <laughs> to where the last thing is, <laughs> Seuss is like, I ate a man alive today. And it's <laughs> and all quiet. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I forgot to mention is Waddles did not go out with them to trick or treat because Mabel said he had important business things to do. Mm-hmm. And you have Waddles in like those pet costumes where it makes it look like they have tiny arms but he's got like a business suit so the whole outro is like the classic meme format with the blocky letters of like i has paperwork due and him just in various and he's like oh mondays but mondays is spelled silly it's on the the wiki oh i'm sure <laughs> yeah i'm looking at it's like i hate this pie chart mavis please hold <laughs> oh can i have a promotion promotion spelled wrong and then it says no promotion <laughs> Um, yeah. so we have talked about this episode we're at um, past the 45 minute mark so let's jump right into who do you think you were most like this episode um, most like alright so I guess an overview of it you have Dipper who thinks he's too old to to do the fun family stuff. Mabel who's trying to hold on to Her the youth. past. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grunkle Stan who's just there to terrorize people. Seuss who's just literally oblivious. He's uh, doing his best. Yeah. Um. We have uh, Gorgie. No, Gorgie's a. <laughs> that's from Black Cauldron. Um. <laughs> Gorney. Gorney, yeah, yeah. Who's who's eaten? You have uh, Candy and uh, oh, I'm blanking on Grenda. Yeah, I, like as soon as that, I, I saw the her name. Uh, just like trying to be good friends. Uh, the the trickster. The trickster who is just, just traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't hurt me no more. Um, and uh, let's see. Wendy, who's just like, 
uh, just trying sticking to have a good time. Dipper. Yeah, sticking up for Dipper, but she's like, overall, she's like, let's just have, she just wants to have a fun time. The, the second time I'm watching, I'm like, you know what? I think Wendy's not, like, the best, uh person to have as a girlfriend because it, she doesn't seem very committed but then again we only see like snippets we of that also know that she's had like at the 82 age of... <laughs> nine yeah so it's like it's just one of those things i'm like hmm. um and the yeah, well rodney's himself um <laughs> and then lazy susan is picky about the holiday yeah uh, mcgucket is again lost in his own mind so it's mm-hmm. fine um, if I was going to go off straight stuff tonight, it would be McGucket because of the way my brain is just wired. Just... Oh, we also have Wendy's dad and her brothers dressed as Vikings attacking <laughs> yeah. houses. Just like the candy boys. Oh, wait. We did forget the one thing. Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. I know he's on our list. Uh, Toby, t- Toby Determined. Oh, when he that comes was a up, very good scene. Yes, because they... Just... They trick or treat at his house, and he opens the door. They go, "Oh God! Oh, that mask is horrifying." <laughs> he's like, "No, it's just yeah. my face." And he's like, "This is a mask." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And That's better. Just, it's an improvement. He just, he just cries. <laughs> yes. Um. Um. This one's tough because it's like, yeah, Waddles doesn't even do anything. He's just there. Businessman. <laughs> he's, like, he's just doing his own thing. Um. He participated in the stunts with Grunkle Stan. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy him plopping out of the shirt, just like, <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, I, I have to go with the first thought of pretty much of how my brain is. I'm I'm uh, McGucket today. Um, I had to move my keyboard closer. So, All right, how about who would you? How, no, oh. how about you? Who are you most like? So I'd say, out of the way everybody was, I'd say I'm probably Mabel. Because I think I went trick-or-treating at one point when I was 15. Not so much for memories or anything nostalgic, but for free stuff. (laughs) Well, there's one house in my neighborhood before, you know, the news was like, they pull out razor blades and apples. Uh, There was a house in one of my neighborhoods that was, um, they had... um, cookies and hot apple cider and they didn't care how many times you came back to the house so like when we started to get cold from being outside we were like can we have some more cider they're like yeah we have more cider and they had mm-hmm. the, like hot thermoses outside so it was nice and then when i was younger younger uh i didn't live in a nicer neighborhood and then my friend had a friend that lived in a nice neighborhood so we um all got together in a big group because we were like they give out whole candy bars in this neighborhood <laughs> So, like, I have good memories of going trick-or-treating, and I did enjoy it for as long as mm-hmm. I could and try and stick to it. I did also wear elaborate costumes growing up, but not because I wanted to, but I feel like my family was like, oh, look, you look so cute in your costume. And I'm like, why is this so heavy? They're like, shh, look what, you're, you're a Star Wars character. And I'm like, I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> oh, you asked me earlier about a Halloween costume that sticks out to me. There's only one year I ever won a... Um, a Halloween costume award for like you know creative costume or whatever mm-hmm. I was in elementary school I had broken my wrist bone so I had a cast so um, my family decided that I was gonna get like a cheesy rock star outfit like celebrity thing and we said that I was a rock star that fell off stage 
Hey. <laughs> hey, incorporated if it the cast into the costume. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this, I also remembered one other costume that is pretty like it's it's not like a big thing, but it it it's a little little funny of especially since Dipper's so worried about like oh man I gotta I can't go trick or treating because I'm too old because in the beginning we see Sheriff Bubs and Deputy mm. Derwin dressed as each other. Each other. You make such a good me. You make such a good me. As they're trick-or-treating. It's so cute. Um, So who is your favorite this episode? Gordy. Yeah, I think that's an easy one for both of us. Yeah, it's your your cute character that has a a silly, adorable voice, and all you do is say two lines that are hilarious. Like, they're... Not that they're hilarious on their own. They're just well-timed. The first one is just perfect timing. The second yes. one, I think, is funny in any context. Oh, yes. Just like, tweet, go tweet. Hello, I'm Gorny. Boom. Gone. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, my God, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Get on Gravity Falls level, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Big shock factor. But, and then, yeah. Uh, Do you yeah. have anything else to add for this episode? Do you think they had to, like tell the people watching the episodes Gorney's not dead he comes back later <laughs> I so for me in my brain I got a little confused what happens to Gorney when he disintegrates and then comes back together when he gets run over by the truck yeah maybe he's in a big clump hopefully cause like I, I knew what was gonna happen or, at the end for it being a rewatch and I saw it disintegrate I was like where's Gorney yeah I forgot <laughs> that Gorney was eaten until he comes back out <laughs> but the, there's another like thing that I noticed because like uh, the trickster says oh, I'm not gonna go eat you guys until the last uh, Jack of Melon's uh, light goes out and it's like yeah all of them went out but then like we flash over to the mystery shack where the kids are like uh, we're going in here, and Stan has a Jacko melon still lit on his porch. Mm. And so it's just like, well, he deserved to lose. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was fun. Um, I don't. I saw what the episode is next, and uh, that will be another fun watch. And uh, like always, but. I also, Lou tricked me because I was like, like, how far are we in this episode? And I was like, wait, we only have five episodes left? And then it's like I scroll a little farther into like the next eight, or not eight, but like four, like loaded in. I'm like, oh, okay, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, nah, this one, this one's definitely fun. Eat. Um, can't think of anything, anything else off the top of my head. So, yeah. Till next time. Bye-bye.